This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.ctacshops.com. The San Francisco African American Reparations Advisory Committee recently released a study that recommends that each black inhabitant of San Francisco time lump sum payment of $5 million. A measure, if approved by the San Francisco City Council, will be the largest payment of reparations in American history. With us more to talk about this issue is NMPA Senior National Correspondent, Stacey Brown. Good morning, Stacey. Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm doing well, and yourself? Not bad, not bad at all. Um, good to, always good to be with you. Oh, likewise. Stacy. while many people are looking at reparations solely as a uh, compensation for the harms of slavery in America, this San Francisco study seeks to address the uh, repercussions of numerous programmatic and policy actions by San Francisco's administration uh, that have been generational and overlapping that have contributed to the depletion of black wealth and forced relocation of its black inhabitants uh, over a period of time of urban renewal. Correct. And I, I thought it was very interesting, too, because, uh, you know, California uh, did not participate in the slave trade, but they, um, they you know, they, they certainly uh, participated in a lot of other things that uh, aided the slave trade, like lynchings and things of that nature. But this is more about um, generational um, oppression. And they they are acknowledging this in a in a way they're trying to acknowledge it because it's not a death. Nope. Are you there? Okay. Down in San Francisco. All right, Stacey, are you there? Yes, thanks, Chris. I was saying um, how unprecedented this would be. Now, it's not a done deal yet. Um, 
city council still has to sign off on the on the recommendation. They have to make the final recommendation. But what I love about this, Chris, is that it also includes the war on drugs, those who suffered from the war on drugs, and not just the the uh, wrongly incarcerated, if you will, but their families. They are um, entitled to to uh, you know this payout, and it includes education. It includes um, so many other components, the mental health component. Um, it forgives all types of debt for um, black San Francisco residents. You had to have been a resident for at least 10 years um, to be a part of this. But it addresses so many things, Chris, not just, you know, the five million for many would be enough, right? But mm. this addresses so much more. Um, as I said, loans like payday loans, you know, that's highly discriminatory, particularly against people of color. Yeah. And Stacey, I guess there's maybe another question because because this recommendation is so comprehensive. I mean, like you said, that five million dollars is 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 the baseline of everything. But you're talking about financial education. You're talking about debt relief. You're talking about eligible to receive payments. I'm sure everybody and their mother uh, is going to be trying to get on that list. <laughs> Well, yeah, they have a criteria. You have to, when the final decision is uh, made, you have to have been a resident for at least ten years. That's the main criteria. A black resident, you have to be able to prove that you've been a resident for at least ten years. Um, you don't have to prove harm. Uh, there's there's some other small criteria, Chris. Off the top of my head, is not jumping out at me right now, but it's it's not anything extensive. Um, the biggest thing to prove is that you've been a resident for at least 10 years uh, at the time that, that they make the, the final uh, recommendation is approved. Mm. Now, Stacey, do you know whether or not they actually have to be a resident that lives inside the city of San Francisco at all? Because I know that, you know, we know that with gentrification and the, uh, some of the things right. that are taking place, they're trying to address that people actually have had been forced to move out of the area, just like they have in other uh, you know, inner cities in, across America? Oh, that's an awesome question, and the answer to that is yes. Uh, well, they don't know. The answer is that uh, the, the the county, the surrounding counties there, it includes, if you were a resident at one time and had to move because of redlining or, or It's just tremendous. It seems to cover every base, including um, black uh, having a black, uh, in San Francisco to handle uh, African American accounts. Who, choo if they choose to have it through that black bank, um, the financial education piece, which will be free of charge uh, to all, uh, so comprehensive that, to, quite frankly, Chris, I don't believe that. All of this is going to make it into the final uh, recommendation, or at least approval. Um, you know, this is just just as a, a measure. Sheila Jackson Lee, the congresswoman um, out of the U.S. congresswoman out of Texas, have been uh, for so long um, pushing for a bill to study reparations on the federal level, and we've seen that that bill has been going on. Uh, John Conyers years ago, it's been going on for decades. So to try and get um, something of this magnitude approved, 
you know, it's going to take a lot more doing than this proposal, just to be frank about it. Um, the fact that the proposal has come this far, though, is really uh, it's exciting for sure. But will it be the final package? You know, that's very debatable. Right. And Stacey, that brings me to my, I guess, some of my final questions is, number one, do you think the city council in San Francisco have the guts to seriously consider and approve <laughs> this measure? And two, you know, with what they've done and, and the, back, the background they just gave with Sheila Jackson Lee, you know, I think is important in this conversation as well, because, you know, now we kind of see the resistance as to why people don't even want to approve a study around reparations. Right. Uh, but, you know, what message does this re- report and its recommendations send to the rest of the country as it relates mm-hmm. to reparations? Uh, excellent. Again, excellent question. Um, I think the recommendation and remember, city council was was uh, involved in uh, appointing this committee. So there's a leg up right there in itself. So I think it's a, it's a, it sends a resounding message when we're talking about reparations. And remember, Chris, and you said it at the top, this has very little, if anything, to do with the transatlantic slave trade, which is what Lee and many others are trying to um, establish some sort of reparations for that obviously African-Americans never received. This is about uh, decades, centuries of discrimination. And, and so I, I think it sends a, a major jolt around the country, uh, around the world, really, if this can, if some form of this, Stays intact, you know. If they drop the payment from five million to, to two million, or, or even, you know, a million, with the other components, Chris, this is a loud and clear message that when other uh, jurisdictions start to talk about reparations, well, this is the baseline, and that's so vital. Right, and it's just you know, and it's ironic, Stacey, that we're talking about the city of San Francisco, uh, which is on the west coast. Uh, and, and people don't think about the West Coast cities in the same ways that they do, you know, places down south, uh, in, the south. Places in the Midwest. Yeah. And as it relates to um, just discriminatory practices, I mean, even though, you know, all these cities across the country, even here in Seattle, uh, which is, uh, you know, puts forth this big uh, PR campaign for many decades now, this great place. Uh, to live that's very open and accepting of all people and colors, you know, has a, a distinct and significant history of, of racism and discrimination and discriminatory practices that have been prevailing all across the country. Well, yeah, you know, um, it's so interesting, again, that San Francisco, of all places, right, you know, the West Coast, somewhere on the, is is really trying to take the lead and is trying to really um, lay down the gauntlet of what reparations look like because as as you eloquently stated you know the problem um, I mean it's all over the country but the main problems were in the south in the Midwest as you said um, we, we're not seeing any movement any significant movement toward any type of reparations there in those places um, but to have California a city in California and, and you remember um, the gov- governor uh, Newsom in California, they've already they formed a commission. Commission has a recommendation penned in there, too, for the entire state. Um, and I, even something like the Los Angeles or uh, Los Angeles County 
uh, situation where um, the Manhattan Beach property was given back to the family there, uh, Charles and Willa Bruce, um, you know, after all these uh, decades of, I mean, they took the, they, they illegally took the property from them. Uh, and, um, you know, they, they awarded them their property back. Uh, they were able, that had never happened before. A black uh, family was uh, stripped of their land and then given it back by the government. And now they've sold that land or, or in the process of selling the land um, back to the government for $20 million. And some, saying, some are saying that's a form of reparations. Um, so, so we're seeing out west doing things that you would hope that the south and the Midwest and other places, even the northeast, would have already done. That whole 40 acres in the mule thing we know from, uh, you know, centuries ago never occurred. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Stacy, it, it certainly is, is a very interesting uh, story uh, to see how it develops. I want to uh, thank you for uh, really reporting this uh, and letting our community know about this across the country. Uh, and certainly, like I said, we appreciate the work that you're doing. Uh, we're also going to follow this very closely. Oh, we're definitely going to keep following this, Chris, and thank you for highlighting it.